Hi, my name is James Ransom. This is the Ransom House podcast. Today I have with me Brian Bayshore with Tycor Title. And the reason I wanted to bring him on today was just because I've been in real estate for about eight to nine-ish years, somewhere in there. In 2011, I started. And I still don't quite fully understand exactly what a title rep does because they do it, not me. Um, It's uh, helpful, I'm sure, because it would add to a workload for a real estate agent. But I'm here to just kind of have him help explain exactly what the process is uh, during an escrow and then also how title companies uh, utilize their employees to help out with other things outside of an escrow process. So I'm just going to go ahead and have you generally introduce yourself. Um, Go ahead and start that. But the first question is, can you just give us a little step-by-step on what it is you guys do the second you open an escrow and it's time to go and do whatever it is that you do? Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm Brian Bayshore with Tycor Title. Uh, I've been with the company about 11 years. Um, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what title insurance is. It's a very <laughs> overlooked and uh, under-discussed topic in the real estate world. Um, so it basic um, kind of when an escrow gets going, they're going to reach out to title and they're going to order a preliminary title report. And what that next step is, is our search and exam team will access public records um, through the county and through different data sources uh, to put together a title report, which is going to show any liens and judgments, um, anything against the persons selling the home, um, as well as anything against the property. So there's going to be two different searches going on. Okay. One's going to be those aren't tied together. Like I thought, mm-hmm. liens were just liens, and they were liens. So you could you could record something against the property, or you can record something against a person as a judgment, such as gotcha. child support, something of that nature. Um, money's owed, taxes um, could be a city. Um, maybe the grass is out of control, and you've had violations and fines for that. So all this stuff is going to be populated into a report, and they're going to search the general index for James Ransom. And there might be maybe more than one. I know there's only one, but, you know, you yeah, never there's know. A, there's a handful out there. So some other schmuck might come up with a, with a large lien that might show up on your title report. Um, so those kind of get worked out through the escrow process. Now, how often do you see that come up in Orange County? Like, like let's just focus on Huntington. Do you see that happen here and there? Or is it just it like a once-in-a-lifetime thing? No, it definitely happens. Uh, the more popular, the more uh, generic the name is, the more it's going to happen. John Smith is going to take probably a little more time to search than um, you know, a more unique style of a name. Um, and then, so what do we do when we have all those and you say, hey, that's, that's not my lien, that's not my judgment, this isn't me. The way we cure those is we typically um, one solution you can you can have is use a statement of information, which is basically going to ask a series of questions, uh, very detailed with your social security number, your driver's license number, your businesses you've owned, where you've worked, uh, all these different, uh, key pieces of information that we can match up against those, those filed liens or judgments will, Oh, the driver's license is different. So that's not in fact the same person. We're okay to clear that. So now that item's gone. So that's essentially what the insurance part is, is you're making sure that when someone buys a house, it's free and clear, and there's nothing that's going to follow that specific property or the previous owner along with them that they have to deal with later. Exactly. So 
over time, um, things happen to properties, things get recorded against properties, lot lines kind of change, neighbors build things they're not supposed to. Um, there's also uh, easements, what we call easements, which are could be power lines, or maybe my driveway needs to be accessed by the neighbor to get to their property. So there's going to be an easement for ingress and egress um, against the property. So and those are uh, birds like in the wetland, right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Making so sure. uh, we had a property up in our local mountains with some old trees in the way. So the driveway was built around these trees. So they'd never had an easement. So that was an issue. So you had to go to the neighbor. They have to figure that out. So different things arise um, or lot lines change. A neighbor builds a fence that might be off and that could be a title dispute um, when those things do come up and they do come up in searches and we will find things against people. So we're kind of the, I guess the bad cop in a sense of showing this is everything against the property and what we need to do during escrow is work to remove those items, remove those liens, remove those judgments, meet the requirements to issue clear title. Okay. So, and uh, generally speaking, the, that is paid for by the seller and the reasoning and the thought behind that is because the seller has to, to provide due diligence that they have a free, you know, a clear title right. to transfer to the buyer rather than just noting something on a disclosure. It's more of a more formalized version to give buyers like the exactly. Hey, I'm giving you, this is exactly what I'm giving you. And there's no federal lien, maybe an old tax charge, maybe something that's going to pop up from the past. And once we've issued clear title, now you're protected. Your title insurance is in force for the entire time you own that property okay. and you pay for that one time. Gotcha. Now, how do uh, speaking of the cost of it, how are those typically calculated? I've always heard, and what I've always told clients, and this is what was told to me when I entered real estate, was um, we can try to help with the escrow fee. I can maybe help a little with commissions here, but the title is something that's set by the state, and it's just basically like a standard. Now, is that true? Or yeah, so title insurance is regulated by um, the Department of Insurance, and we all have filed rates under that Department of Insurance, and we can't deviate higher or lower. Um, if I really like you, I can't give you a discount. Yeah. If I really don't like you, I can't charge you more. <laughs> it's just, it is what it is. Those are filed rates for public access. Everyone can see them and they're based on the sales price, higher the sales price, higher the, uh, title insurance cost. Is it a set, like how many pennies per dollar on price? Uh, or how not many the same as escrow thousand? typically okay. can be, you know, the pennies per. Yeah. Usually they have like a starting fee of like. 500 bucks mm -hmm. and then it's however many dollars per thousand yeah no it's um it's just based off of that sales price and there's a, a whole worksheet and you know kind of a fee sheet as mm -hmm. to how that goes and um the other piece of it that we haven't discussed is on the buy side um the the two types of insurance policies the one we just touched on will be your homeowner's and this, the one you're going to talk about, this is the one that's attached to the lender that the buyer pays for. Exactly. Okay. So usually more often than not, uh, buyers are coming in with a loan. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know that till like just two years ago, <laughs> that the buyer also has to pay for a title insurance policy through their lender. I think typically, obviously, that's discussed between the, the buyers and their lender. Exactly. And so it was never really brought up. I only had to deal with my clients who were the sellers more often than not. Exactly. So you have the sellers that are somewhat, let's say, responsible for paying for and providing that title report and paying for that um, new policy. 
And then we also have a lender's policy. So when I go borrow money from a, a bank, take a mortgage out, they're going to record that against the property. So title insurance companies, we're going to record the ownership deed. We're going to record the deed of trust, which is the mortgage and in first position, second position, whatever that agreement is. And we're going to have insurance that they, in fact, if someone forecloses or something happens on that property, they have the priority that they think they have. Um, And the buyers are going to pay for that loan policy. So that's called the, the lender's policy. And the bank is requiring the buyers to provide that to the bank. That, Cause that's always just been part of the cost when you're getting a loan. Exactly. Correct. Exactly. So you'll see closing costs, title and escrow. Um, so those are the types of things that they're referring to. And, uh, with that, uh, with the buyers coming in, they're paying for that. Now theirs is going to be significantly cheaper than the sellers. And the reason being is it's searched concurrently. So title company has done this homework, has done this search. So now they're offering that lender's policy at a cheaper cost versus what the seller's paying. Gotcha. Yeah. So the buyer's looking at the lender's policy premium, um, which can be cheaper because of that. Yeah. They've already done the the groundwork for it. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, Charlie, how much time are we at? Two minutes? All right. I'm going to try to fit something fun in here real quick. Two minutes to title. This is... Somebody will hang title. up if you if you call them and, and say you're from a title company and agent's going to go, yeah, like, bye. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to admit if I've ever done that before or not, but uh, the beard. How long have you yeah. had that beard for now? Oh, shoot. My daughter's two and almost two and a half. You can say shit on this podcast. Shit. Yeah. Uh, speaking of shit, we're driving in the car and my daughter goes, shit and i'm like turn around what did you just say shit no say shit i'm like so do you make it i don't know i'm some (laughs) the day before we had a baby i was probably too irresponsible it sounds like you you speak to her in a way that like when you're trying to speak to someone that doesn't speak english kind of yeah (laughs) that's what she tells me she says no shitty no say shit she looks at me no say shit so that works we'll see so the beard i started uh when my wife found out that she's pregnant we're pregnant um I just started growing a beard and then it just became a thing where I was like, I'm not going to shave till she's born. And then she's born and I have it. And then she'd probably freak out if I did. So it just kind of, she be- wouldn't know who her dad was. Yeah, exactly. So it just, that. <laughs> it just kind of became a thing. And then, uh, it also like, now it's a trademark. It's, it's now become every, a- every time I see a beard in my mail, it, I just know it's you. I don't even have to see, uh, <laughs> Hopefully there's no like hairs falling out of it or anything. Oh, follicles, you do a pretty but... good job. Like when you kind of make it look like the comic book character, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's actually a lot more work than just shaving. It's kind of a oh, pain in the ass. That's yeah. why I always shave mine. Usually when it gets about like a 10th of that length, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. just too much. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of the story behind that. And it also helps me from getting sunburned cause I got a problem with that. So <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, Better... a, it's a lot of sunscreen, a lot of prep time for me to uh, go out and enjoy the beach. So beard makes it easy yeah all right well i guess uh, we're running out of time here so i'm gonna have to explain about my mustache next time <laughs> i must ask you a question it's uh i got a good story about this one <laughs> all right anyway, thank you for coming on i really appreciate you doing this especially so last minute and but i can count on you as not only a title officer but also as a, a friend i've known brian for a pretty long time and it's just 
kind of cool watching a handful of people that I knew in high school just kind of yeah. go run run back into them in this industry. That was great walking into open house for the first time, and uh, we kind of met each other partying more so, I would say. Yeah. And then uh, we walked in, and I was wearing a suit, and he was wearing a suit, and we're like, no, I, I, last time I saw you, your face was in a pizza. <laughs> yeah, so I guess people grow up and uh, not too much, though. We want to stay. Yeah, got to keep it fun, exactly. especially in real estate. Yeah. All right. Well, again, I appreciate you coming on. I hope you guys enjoyed this and found it somewhat informative. Stay tuned for the next episode. See you next time. See you.